We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let's go up first. He's more worried about dressing to impress Jerry Jones than his own wife. Here he is with a few things to say. It is producer Eddie. What up, Eddie? Good morning. Guys, my three-year-old is a hoot. We took him to the doctor <laughs> to get some some shots. And I, we, I guess we hadn't really done that yet. And his reaction was hilarious. The doctor goes up. He gets his arm. He says, all right, this isn't going to hurt at all. Pricks his arm. <laughs> and my son punches the doctor <laughs> right in the chest and goes, hey, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. What did the doctor do? He laughed. He's just like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Well, we're done. We're done. And then he goes, that's never happened to me before. Oh, <laughs> wow. Ever. So he just wadded up his fist and let him have it. Oh, it was just like, oh, you hurt me? Pop, I'll hurt you. So what? I, I'm assuming you laugh, but what? you have to have a conversation after that, right? And say, I, I, I really don't know how to handle that. I've never dealt with that in my life. So we just kind of laughed and said, hey, hey don't, don't, don't hit. I mean, I think we tell him don't hit probably 20 times a day. Does he hit his brothers like that, straight up fist? Uh, he punches them in the face. Oh. His older brothers. And so I'm sure they hit him back, but he's tough as nails. <laughs> they don't really punch him back. They just push him down, and then he gets back up. He's like, okay, okay, break it up, guys, break it up. Yeah, oh, yeah. One time I heard the scream up in the second floor, and I'm like, what is going on? And he had two of the older brothers cornered, and he had a baseball, like, about to throw up to him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is crazy. He's three years old. That's funny. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Up next, he's an adult league rec soccer star. Oops, I meant to say manager. Team manager. <laughs> Here he is. Lunchbox, everybody. Yeah. Guys, I'm back. 
I'm back. Huh? At what? Twitter. I'm back in. I'm back in. We talked about it the other day about you me got getting hacked. I got hacked. My account was taken over by some crypto bot guy, you know, doing all this crypto advertising. And so I had to contact Twitter and they had to go through some verification process. You had to contact Twitter? Okay, Morgan number two contacted okay, some contacts at Twitter. I don't know what all she did behind the scenes, but then I went to Twitter, and last night I was able to get back into my account, and I sat there for 45 minutes deleting tweets from that loser oh, really? that took over that my bot. account. Did he message people in DMs? Oh, I didn't even check DMs. Oh, oh. <laughs> going to do that next. Oh, my. I mean, that was replying and replying. Every tweet, any tweet out there, he was replying to tweets. And it had nothing to do with anything, saying, you can be a part of this. And then it had a picture of Elon Musk. And, oh, uh, 45 minutes. I'm like, dude, get a life. Mm-hmm. He's back, though. Let's yeah, I'm back. he's back. He's back. He's back. All right, she makes her own deodorant and her own fancy coffee drinks and brings them in a jar. Here she is, Amy, everybody. <laughs> well, so we all do weird things, right? Mm, I don't know. I Depends. Don't know. Uh, you go first. Are you? Yeah, what are you warming <laughs> us up to? Well, I just realized how regularly I shower with my cat. Wow, but I feel weird. like it's two birds, oh, one does your stone. Does get wet? She likes to come in there. What? I don't know. I, she just kind of comes up to the door and then like puts her paw. So I open it up and she comes right in and then I give her a little bath and then she goes out. I don't do anything weird like shower on my cat. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Like you've never showered with an animal. No. <laughs> I don't like think I have. Well, the only have you thing showered I've with your dog? No. <laughs> I no. Mean, okay, yeah, my, that's None weird. of my dogs want to get in the shower. The only thing I've ever I've showered with is a steak. A what? Like frozen a, steak. Because like it'd be frozen t-bone? and I'd put it in the steak and I'd put it in the shower and I'd take a shower and it would also warm up. It'd thaw out. It's what? My, it's my single days. That's pretty weird. It's not. It's got to thaw it out. Okay, that's Why not. It's, it, right, not wasting water and it it's clean. Floor, put it in the floor. Put it in the floor. Not open. It's in a package still. Oh. And you let it shower and warm up. That's about as weird as I get. Uh. I think the cat takes the cake. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's very weird. On the weirdness. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he always wears glasses and Arkansas is going to kick Auburn's. Bobby Bones. Oh. I didn't say that, by the way, if any Auburn people want to message me if we do happen to lose. Uh, okay, here's the thing. My dog had ACL surgery. He's been bouncing back slowly but surely. Been, and I told you we put him in the suit so he doesn't have to wear the big neck cone. Because the neck cone keeps him from licking his wound, right? But they have these body suits you can put them in, and they can't get to the wound because they're in a body suit. And he's fine with wearing the clothes, no problem. I went in this morning. I got a picture of it. Somehow, he got the complete suit off of him. The oh. skin-tight suit. He was laying there. How is that possible? No idea. I mean, I saw a picture of that, and I don't know. I, I could barely get to myself his bed. Out. Exactly. I can't even get my jeans off sometimes. <laughs> yeah. After I've had, like, a big dinner. I walk, and he's in his bed, and his whole suit is laying on the ground. Somehow, he got his feet in it, kicked it off, pushed his body through, and was butt-naked in the bed. Probably just wow. licking his wound all night long, having the greatest time. Like... <laughs> Like Bender, one on a wound licking Bender. You think maybe he got help from someone like Eller? Oh, I don't think it's an inside job. Okay, ghost dog. Uh, yeah, ghost dog. Oh my gosh, nobody <laughs> yeah. mentioned the ghost dog. But he's on his way back. You know, I want. I worried that he would like re tear whatever they put in there. But I found out they put a metal. It's metal rod in there. Oh wow. So he can't actually re-tear that. And he's going to set off every metal detector at the oh. airport. Well, he only flies private since the book came okay, out. Okay, So it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. Longtime listener, first time emailer. My fiance and I have a song together. It's called Second Guessing by Florida Georgia Line. It's been our song since the start of the relationship. Here's a clip of the song. Since I met you, I 
We want to use it during our first dance, but should we still play it at our wedding or not? I think we should, but my fiance doesn't because they aren't together anymore, and that would create bad juju. <laughs> Does that mean we're going to get divorced if we play a song by oh. a couple that's divorced? The other choice is You, Acoustic by Dan and Shay. I got you for the rest of my days in a sun. What do you think? Is it bad to use a first dance song from a band that isn't together anymore because that's our first choice? Or do we use the second because they are? Thanks in advance. Megan, the bride in the dilemma. If we couldn't play music anymore because the bands broke up and it was bad juju, we'd be screwed. Yeah, we'd never hear music. Right. I mean, you couldn't play a Hall & Oates song for 15 years. The Beatles. They're finally... Well, they're dead, though. They broke up and they died. So, (laughs) yeah, if you like the Florida Georgia Line song, go with it. Yeah. Because eventually... They're going to do like every super successful group. They're going to get back together and, and go like, two? I don't know. Right now, <laughs> I would agree, but mark my word, eventually five, seven years, they'll be back together again. When they realize that, dang, we had something really good. We're making a lot of money without doing a whole lot of work anymore. They're going to be like, let's do like a reunion tour and make some cash. Rascal Flats eventually, mark my word, they're going to get back together and play. Everybody gets back together. Mm. <laughs> Both seem tough right now. I yeah. agree. <laughs> But I, they're fine. Play the song. Don't you guys agree? There's no reason to not play the song. Yes, play the song. Totally play the song. Although it will be interesting if you fast forward and y'all don't make it. The yeah. foreshadowing there. No, you didn't make it because you guys didn't make it. <laughs> I don't know it the song. It had nothing to do with the Florida Georgia line. Mark my word, you're fine. No, don't mark my word, you're fine. But that, this song has nothing to do with it. Give it a go. Give it a go. I say you go with Second Guessing by Florida Georgia line. Yeah, that's your song. And it sounds like a good song. Yeah. Do what, yeah, do it. Go for it. All right. Thank you, Megan. And that's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Lunchbox, you have a wedding this weekend? Yeah, my cousin's getting married, so I'll be attending the festivities. But the problem is I have an issue and I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. Like something uncomfortable or what? Well, I don't know if I'm expected to give a speech. Because Did he ask you to give a speech? No, she hasn't asked me to give a speech. Oh, yeah. uh, but... I am a celebrity, and usually I feel like if a celebrity is at a wedding, people are probably like, oh, man, it's so neat to have a celebrity here that they expect the celebrity to stand up and say something. Okay, uh, around the room, who? <laughs> so I, think, I figured it would go thinks like— Lunchbox, who, who thinks Lunchbox is a celebrity? Uh, no, not Yeah, no nobody. One. Okay, just yeah. making sure. Okay, so yeah. I was thinking, you know, it's like they do the maid of honor, then the uh, groom, like the, what is he Best called? Man. Best man. And then I figured they would hand me the microphone, and what I would give— the parents? Yeah, sometimes the parents give a speech, but I figure everybody's going to be like anticipating like, oh, is that celebrity going to get up? Is the celebrity going to get up? Uh, I see the celebrity. Why is he not getting up? So I, I don't know. Do I just grab the mic and go for it? Am I supposed to give a speech? How? Like, I, I just needed your guys' opinion. Do you feel like they they think you're a celebrity? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like my aunt, every time she's I'm with her and we see people, she's like, oh my gosh, have you met Lunchbox? He's from the Body Bone Show. They're on a national radio show. She gets really excited and tells everybody. Does that embarrass but if you? you? <laughs> no, Also, cool. if, you have, if you have to explain who you are, are you a celebrity? If she's having to explain, this is him, this is who he is. is- <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, sometimes she's like, oh, this is really him. You know, I know it's crazy, that, but yeah, we're related. And so she gets real excited. So I assume that everybody at the wedding is going to kind of know, like probably, hey, I'm going to be there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I'd have something just in case. Okay. They, they hand you the mic, but I don't think I would grab the mic. Okay. So I, I don't just take it upon myself to grab the mic and do my celebrity duty. I just wait for them to come to me. I don't think you're a celebrity. I don't think there is a celebrity duty. 
And I don't think you should say anything unless they ask you to say something. It's not your wedding. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, yeah. I figure when you go to weddings, Bobby, if you're there, you probably give a speech. Never. Not once unless someone's asked me. Oh, well. I think Mostly might- because if I go, I'm just somebody that's at the wedding. And that's all. I don't but- feel like I'm there. And there's any sort of celebrity buzz about it. Yeah, you're never just anybody there. When when you're at the wedding, you may feel like you're trying to act like you're just there because just being a normal person, but everybody else is looking at you like, man, they have a celebrity at their wedding. Look at the celebrity. That's I'm going to tell you, most people have no idea. They have no idea. Well, you, you keep that humble, but I mean, it's being real. <laughs> keep that humble, keep but humble. I'm just okay, telling you. Around the room, should Lunchbox... Go and deliver a speech at his cousin's wedding unasked because he's a celebrity. Amy? No, absolutely not. Eddie? No, and you even said be prepared, Bones. I think there's 0% chance they're going to ask him to speak, so I, I say he's, no. He's just trying to help him out. <laughs> Let us know what you end up doing, and if I'm, you do, say a few things, record it, but I don't think they're, one, I don't think you're a celebrity. I don't think any of us are celebrities, and then two, I don't think there's a celebrity rule that you have to say something unless you're paid to be there, and three, you're good. You don't need to. Okay, I'll let he's you know. He's going to be a good cousin. I am going to be a good cousin, and if I do give a speech, I will. I'll nail it, and I'll give you guys a shout out. <laughs> really? Why? Thanks. I don't know. Why not? You'll probably record it. Why too not? And yeah, bring it to you. us. It's time for the good news with Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Sixteen-year-old Cody Newton has had a rough year when his dad passed away, but the Phillies are in the playoffs this season, so he's like, man, I got to go honor my dad. I got to go to a game. So he went a couple weeks ago when they were playing the Braves, and he was talking to the guy sitting next to him. He's like, oh, what are you here for? He's like, man, me and my dad used to come to the Phillies games. He died earlier this year. So the guy went on Facebook and said, man, this kid is here to honor his dad. So another fan saw it and said, hey, I have season tickets. Now that the Phillies advance, he got to go to game three of the NLCS. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Love Which it. is the series right before the World Series. They're in the yeah. World Series now. And so somebody will probably step up and make sure he goes. Yeah, he'll probably be at the World Series now, which is be pretty cool. And guys, if not, somebody needs to get on that. Yeah, guys, we're assuming. <laughs> yeah, we're assuming. <laughs> so don't make us look like fools. Uh, good for them for taking care of him. Obviously, he had a really tough year. And just going to the games probably reminds him of his dad. That's awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Do you like Halloween? I'm not a fan of, like, dressing up, but I like candy. Yeah. You get candy all year, though. Yeah, Anytime but you want. I know, but the yeah. Reese's pumpkins are better. Is anyone Halloween's your top one or two favorite? Halloween. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I'd say it's my second top besides Christmas, because Christmas you get presents. Mm-hmm. And Halloween, yeah. why? Number, I just love it. I think it's fun for that costumes, the dress up, the scary stuff, just the whole shenanigans around it is interesting and fun to me. Do you still prank? Do you still prank at all? Are you no, like, not really. If you get in trouble now, it's not good. If you get in trouble when you're 17. <laughs> right, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. fun. Uh, so there's a company that's offering to bury people alive for Halloween. Oh, And then goodness. dig you back up as a weird life-affirming experience. And it, it must be pretty extensive because the price tag is $57,000. Oh. Is there a chance that you die? I, I mean, for that amount of money, there better be, right? Hey, when you're buried alive, go. there's always a chance you can die. Really? So it's supposed to give you a renewed lust for life, and it comes with a full fake funeral. Oh. oh that is so some morbid. dark stuff. I don't like that. The price tag is $57,000. There's an online funeral version that costs 15000 if you want to do that. <laughs> It offers divine healing, stress therapy for fears and anxiety, and helps you close chapters in your life. But if you do that one, you don't get buried alive. But there's a nice perk. You get to keep your coffin. They give you a coffin. They put you in the coffin, shut the doors, put you under the ground, bury you legitimately, 
and then leave you there for a little bit and then dig you out. Well, this, this is, is so weird. So you're completely yeah. helpless. You're completely helpless for a while. You can't yeah. do anything. There's nothing. You, if they wanted to leave you, you could. It teaches you to let go yeah, and they, let other things take control. Other huh? things could teach me that, though. Yeah. 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 I don't need but that. But you get to keep the coffin, and then next Halloween, you got a great prop for your front yard. But you can get that without having being buried alive. You can probably buy a cheap one, too. Oh. Who would want this? I'm not sure. Apparently, some people, because it has been done, but I can't imagine. That's just a whole lot of money. Who would pay that? $57,000. Like, are rich people that bored? Yes. Yeah, I guess so. You have to be really rich to want to do something stupid like this. But I, this is almost like going to the moon, like being a, a Bezos go to space. That sounds stupid. Why, why, why do I don't care about that. Well, that's a little more fascinating. No, no. no. I can die doing that too. But you know what? If you think about it, you'll never experience this. And you'll um, never experience going up to the moon of space. Exactly. No, maybe someday, maybe. Yeah. Someday, maybe when we're like 80 years old, they're going to have a service. But this... You're going to be dead. You will never be able to experience your funeral. And here, for a measly $50,000, you can experience your own funeral. Okay, Why would let's you want say to experience you like that. that? Let's say you like the funeral. I still don't want to get buried alive. No, no, I don't either. Like, they have a crane. Oh. They, 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 the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the thing that they the, roll down and you go into the ground. Ugh. I mean, at least there's a coffin. When you first read the headline for this story, I thought that they were burying We're all you finding dirt. ways to justify that it's okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking there's, there's really no other way to do this. people with a lot of money. There is, I don't want to do any of that. No, I don't either. Well, there's also people that might go in debt for it. Because it's their thing? I don't know. Mm. What if it's a couple's thing? They're like, let's do it. Let's, oh, uh, oh, yeah. That'd be freaky. No. <laughs> that'd be freaky. I mean, it's not stuff like monsters and goblins that scare me. It's stuff like this, like hacking. There's a whole article that came out. It says you're probably thinking about changing your passwords. And we hear this all the time. Lunchbox just got hacked. They got hacked. And they were selling Bitcoin from his Twitter account. I don't know the many sales, but everybody that would tweet him or they'd go after everybody's account and just be like, hey, click this. I'm Lunchbox. Buy some Bitcoin. You can participate. Mm-hmm. So the cyber exper- expert, Rachel Toback, says that it's so easy for hackers to get into your accounts. And here's what she says to do. Tell me if you guys do this. Okay. Do you use passwords, the same password for different services? Yeah. No. No. All different passwords for every single thing? Yes. Um, minor tweaks. Now, these days. These days, I'm all different mm-hmm. everywhere. I Makes use- it hard to remember. I'm doing a lot of resetting <laughs> passwords, I'm being honest with you. But I do now. Didn't always. But Ed, you do what? I have little tweaks. Like, it's around the same password, mm-hmm. but little things are different. Like, you're outsmarting the hackers? Yeah. I like that. I like that. Here's number like, two. Don't yeah. use similar passwords. Just tweaking it. Hackers have algorithms <laughs> okay, that can you, estimate what changes you have made based on other passwords. You set me up for that. <laughs> I didn't tell you to say that. <laughs> Dang. Eddie's like, I'm Netflix, big trouble. one, two, three, four. Hulu, one, two, three, four. Because what? I use the exact same password, and if I ever had to change it, I just make a tweak. Mm-hmm. Like, if I forgot it, they're like, oh, you need to reset it. I'm like, okay. So it was a Z on the end. I'll put a W on the end. <laughs> do you ever do the thing where it goes, use this one? It's like, gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you ever, ever accept that one? No. Well, I don't remember, remember that. that. Well, because your phone is supposed to remember <laughs> you it. You save oh, it. Or, yeah, or your email. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do your best to use multi-factor authentication. Mm. Like uh, you, Lunchbox. Yeah, I need to get on that. Don't reuse passwords. You know, just had that one. Don't do it again. And then have a password manager so you can keep everything organized. So if you don't know, you can go do it. You hire someone to manage your password? No, 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 no. There's an app. <laughs> you hire a manager? <laughs> Tommy, this help me remember these passwords. <laughs> I use LastPass. Oh. Can you imagine hiring somebody just to know them? Is that what you thought? I really thought. I was like, that is a crazy <laughs> idea. Person, you have like 10 people that use one person to have Guys, all yeah. This is my password manager. <laughs> <laughs> it's my agent. It's my password manager. Uh, so that story's from CNN, but that is very, that's as valuable as the stuff in your house. 
mm. like your private information. When they take your identity, they can sell that stuff on like the the dark web. And you know, they've seen like if they have your social and they have your address and that's worth like three, four thousand bucks. Yeah, that is scary. They have all that together, which stinks. Uh, there's a woman who woke up from a coma thinking she was nine years old and had written a memoir. A memoir. A memoir. <laughs> a memoir. <laughs> she woke up and she was like, I don't know where I am. I don't know who you guys are. She told her husband, never heard of you. And she was a 30-year-old journalist, but she thought she was nine and had written a memoir. Wow. Okay, okay. Can you make this up? Mm-hmm. You could. You could totally could, make this up you can, and then How can you it. tell her? You, but yeah, but you could also, you, you just don't understand what she's gone through. Like her brain's been dinkled with. Yeah. Right? No, I the, get it. The 30-year-old journalist was unaware she had undergone 12 hours of intricate brain surgery and had contracted meningitis. She believed she was nine years old after suffering retrograde amnesia, a rare neurological condition. She was told her uh, her story. She told it to all these people. Um, it's a new book called All That I Forgot. Those who suffer this usually do not make a full recovery to be able to tell their own story, but she did. Hmm. Oh. Interesting. So she's back. But she could also, not her. I'm not saying she did this. Anybody could do this. Yeah, just no, come out of it. No, I'm going into surgery. I'm going to come out. I saw a light. I saw my grandma and Abe Lincoln. I know what they want. <laughs> yeah. Write a story. <laughs> Done. Pro- prove I didn't. Prove my grandma's not dating Abe Lincoln in heaven. We can't. You can't. <laughs> they met on a new app. What's heaven it called? App. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Heaven help us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma and Abe Lincoln is a little awkward, but I was, you know, it was cool. I, I, they had my blessing. So how does this girl like? When, when she wakes up, she's nine. How does she get back to being herself? Like, do people tell her? Is it like that movie with Adam Sandler? Like, oh, you have to relearn. First dates. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the whole story, but I think eventually it kind of fades. You you slowly are taught, and then you're also like, oh, you remember? It's like old memories, things being jogged. Sometimes yeah. you're like, I haven't thought about that in forever. Music. Therapy. I mean, because I know my aunt was in a coma, and she was a smoker for forty something years, and when she got out of her coma. And they were like, she was. They were like, "Do you want your cigarette?" She goes, "Oh, that's gross. I would never smoke." Yeah, we and know. She, we know nothing about the brain. And it's for like, as, much as we know, we know nothing. Wow, that's so weird. Also, that's crazy. How long was your aunt in a coma? Uh, for like a month and a half, two months. When was this? Oh, years ago. Okay. <laughs> I was like, why? Years ago. We not like, like what? This? Five? Oh, probably. Yeah, eight to five years. Five eight to eight, five years. Five to eight years. <laughs> Are you in five. a coma right now? No, no, no. But I mean. <laughs> She's no longer with us, so. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Munchox. <laughs> why, why would you do all this? Sorry why would you that, take man. us then, then there, then there, and then hit us with the she's no longer? Then why are you laughing right now? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know why. I, I mean, I, I didn't. I'm just telling you sorry. that that's what happened. Like, and okay. she would talk about how, because her husband, my uncle, had already passed, and she would see him sitting in the corner of the room. She'd be like, "Yeah, he was here the whole time. He was sitting in that chair." And that's crazy. Like, that's weird stuff. Do you believe he was really? Do you believe? He was really sitting in the chair, or that she, because she had had some sort of brain injury, wanted to see him and did because of she wanted. I believe there was a brain injury, like something was wrong with the brain, so she was seeing things that she wanted, she was longing for. But the fact that she woke up and said, I never smoked in my life, was crazy because she was a hardcore smoker, and so she never smoked again. Mm-hmm. Like, she was just like, that. If you ever have to have surgery, here's your plan. If you ever have to have surgery for anything, ankle, foot, knee, finger... If they put you down, come out and have a British accent or something and mm-hmm. hold on to it and then write a book about it. 
Okay. Or say he you has went to, to hold on to okay. it. Say you he, went to the afterlife. I don't think he can pull off a he British cannot. accent. Okay, whatever. Make up a story before you go. Come up with it, and then when you come out, be prepared, and then be like, or just go over surgery on purpose just so you can write the book to get what surgery though? Um, what you make you it up? Have Heck brain surgery you for can't fun? Just make up? I don't know. Oh, you can go in for like cosmetics. Oh, I can yeah. take a hammer to my ankle and say I broke my okay, ankle. Now we got too <laughs> far. All right. Okay. And but you know what? We're sorry about your aunt. Thank you. Sorry, man. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful Beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash, alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on oh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. I have a private Facebook account. I almost never get on Facebook. I never post on Facebook. I have like 38 friends. And it's just people from back home for the most part. Or people from way back in Austin, back in the day when Facebook was cool. But I check it. I see my sister, see what's going on with her. But for some reason, now when I post on Instagram or stories, it goes to my Facebook account. Oh, really? Uh-oh. And oh, it's yeah. been posting over there. And so I've been getting all these messages from people. Having, oh, that's hilarious. And I'm like, how are they met? I didn't realize it was going 
over to Facebook land. Dang, because they're owned by the same company, right? Well, yeah. So yes. I guess that. Well, yeah. well, well I'm just yeah. putting that together. But it, I guess there's a button. I don't want to be on Facebook. Why? What's the big deal? What's, what's Older wrong with- people are on Facebook. Mm, that's like retirement home. <laughs> like, like my parents and stuff. Yeah. yeah I, I, I'm you know not I mean? trying to be super active because it's also people from like old people from like home and they all have all these opinions on stuff now. Oh, I don't yes. need, You know, yes. I'm good. Facebook is like where people just say all kinds of mean stuff. It's the meanest place you could be. Facebook's the meanest. I think TikTok's the nicest now. Facebook's the meanest. Twitter, there are some brutal fights. And TikTok's the nicest. And Instagram, just like, put your picture up and we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's kind of like, but but now there's a button apparently you push, it goes right through. Not not comfortable for me. But I have reconnected with some people I really didn't want to reconnect with. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. Here's Amy's pile of stories. All right, I got a list of things that men are sick of being judged for. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, me... this room's full of men, so let's go. I don't even go. know what. Smell. Their smell. Their body hair. Oh. Not Their opening. bank account. Their bank Ooh, account. Oh, money. You know, we all probably went to something that was personal there. Yeah. Because yeah. my underarms have been, I, my deodorant. Car you drive. Okay, so I'm doing mine and he's doing his. <laughs> Money and car. Okay, go ahead, Amy. What do you have? Okay, uh, having non-manly hobbies. They don't need to judge for that. If they like to bake or garden, it's fine. Okay. Uh, I don't give a crap don't, about that. You do like to garden. I love yeah, to garden. I love like to cook. Like, I love all that stuff. You well, like to bake? My hobbies sure. maybe aren't manly. I like to play PlayStation as one of the things I do to relax. And I maybe get judged a little bit because it's a video game. And I feel like gaming culture is not fully understood by some people. Right. They can be seen as childish. Because you're older. We don't have to say that. We can just move on and just, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, being short. Men can't control this. So right. stop Sorry. judging. Hey. Sorry, buddy. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. And what? in line with that, too, is hairline. Like, Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, no, I, I thought about it, but I didn't Eddie. say that. Loud. Um, all right, guys. Uh, pampering yourself with things like massages. Women go to the spa all the time. Men can, too. Uh, taking long, relaxing showers or even baths. <laughs> Bobby's all Bobby, quiet over there. Bobby, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> and this one, Bobby, it is you as well. Um, ordering a cocktail or, or a mocktail that is definitely a girly drink instead of a beer. Bobby. 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 Yeah, what's the next story? I'm tired of this one. <laughs> but you just need to be more accepting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. All right, Stanford University just did a study about faking a smile to see what it would do to people. And ultimately, everyone in the study walked away happier. Like, it increased happiness. Just like making your face go up and forming that smile initiated feelings of happiness. And eventually, the participants felt happy. My theory is if I smile fakely, I'm in a bad mood. I smile fakely. I smile to Eddie. It makes Eddie smile, right? Because he thinks I'm smiling. I think you're happy. Now you're happy. Now I see you being happy and it affects me back. So my fakeness... It's like rubber glue, whatever I say, bounces off me and sticks to you. you. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's good then. Let's keep smiling. So I don't think the smile physically makes you happier. Right. But if I smile, it makes people around me smile, which then comes back to me. Boomerang. Wow. Yeah, boomerang effect. Just named it. All right. (laughs) Some servers were sharing celebrities that were great tippers, and Blake Shelton made the list. A server said they waited on Blake Shelton, and he had a $16 check, but he left a $50 tip. Oh, good for him. That's a lot. Thought it'd be a little more. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made the news. Well, he, he also said he was very polite, uh-huh. Southern. Yeah. What, 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 was he British? What, what, what do we expect? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think by very Southern, a lot in that falls like the politeness and the yeah. manners and all the things. Uh, good for him. Yeah. Oh, we're not hating on him. I just, if it's Blake in your public, you I probably, expected more. Yeah, just because it's Blake. <laughs> Dang, yeah. I, thought, I was just trying to highlight Blake. Yeah. Being and a that's good That's what tipper. happens. That's what people do, though, like us. We're just like, oh, you got money. Give more. <laughs> Yes, that it? I'm Amy. That's my file. 
That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Her name's Phyllis. She's 85 years old from Charleston. She's a massive Reba fan. She'd been waiting decades to see Reba, and last week her dream came true. Phyllis was among thousands who were at Charleston Coliseum to see Reba as she took the stage for the first time there in 24 years. Here's a clip of Phyllis talking about the show. Oh, I called my daughter, and she said, Mom, did you fall? And I said, no, Reba's coming to town. Go get tickets now. (laughs) In her 85 years of living, she's only ever wanted to go to two concerts. Dolly Parton. And Reba were my idols. I saw Dolly in 85, and I saw Reba when I'm 85 years old. Isn't that awesome? That's so cool. That story makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good for her. She got to see Reba, and that story is just a good one, so I wanted to share it. And we also love Reba, too. And Reba comes to town, go to the show. She does it. Who went to see Reba, by the way? Morgan, did, did you? Yeah. Does, does she do the thing where she rips off her clothes? Yes, she was on stage in this sparkly long dress, and then she just rips it, and it turns into a short Boom. sparkly dress. Yeah. Wow. I saw that, too. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of clothes changing and quick. It's quick turnovers. And- oh, yeah, she's a legend. Now, like, that was my first time seeing Reba, and now I know why everyone's just obsessed with her. Cause she smiles the whole time, too, and you're just, like, smiling with her, and you don't even know why. It's like, I'm Reba. You guys are my friends. <laughs> does she sing the TV show song? Yes, she does. It, they play a monologue, basically, of her show, like the these big scenes, and then she comes like out. A montage? She, montage. Montage, got it, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. And then she comes out, and she sings the theme song, and everybody was singing every single word. That's awesome. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I wanted to pass this along. If you have an old cell phone, what you can do, first of all, is go into it and clean it, clear it. Just there's a button. Wipe it away if you're not using it anymore. And then you can donate it to something called Cell Phones for Soldiers. It's a nonprofit that will recycle or repurpose it to fund programs providing free phones to military members. I love it. That's, That's really cool. Because cool. sometimes we have a phone or an old computer. We don't know what to do with it. First, clear it off. Once I gave an old phone to a buddy of mine, I was like, here, you can just have this phone. I'm moving on to a different iPhone. And I would take before and after pictures of me like working out. So I'm in my <laughs> underwear. And I would just be in the mirror. And I'd, you know, you do it before and after. You, I'm not fully naked, but I'm just in my underwear. And because I wanted to see. And he got it. And he was like, bro, there's a lot of naked pictures of you. <laughs> like, they're not naked. And I know that I was embarrassed, but I was caught off guard that he had them. And I was like, that's before and after. And then I was like, but really, do you, do you see a difference? And then I started getting offended. <laughs> he didn't bring up the fact that I worked hard. So, yeah, go to cellphonesforsoldiers.com if you guys want to do that. All right, let's go and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. Why are skeletons so calm? Why are skeletons so calm? Because nothing gets under their skin. Mm. (laughs) That was the morning corny. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's Keith Urban's birthday today. Happy 55th birthday to one of the coolest, best smelling, nicest, most lovely accented guys. Wonderful guitar player, Keith Urban. That's right. Let's clap it up for his birthday today. Keith Urban was born where, Amy? Australia. Incorrect. Keith Urban was born in New Zealand and (laughs) raised in Australia. That's right. Amy, he began his career in what band? The White Snakes. The Ranch. That's right. He went solo in 1999. (laughs) He married Nicole Kidman in 2006. They have two daughters. And he served as a judge on American Idol. Here are the five things that you may not know about Keith Urban, all which I have learned through interviewing him over the years and on my episode of the Bobbycast. Number five, Keith Urban is a good bowler. Here's Keith Urban on his bowling game. 
I haven't bowled in a long time. It's just one of those things that I happen to be not bad at, sort of out of the gate. It's that eye-hand coordination that guitar players have. Do you know your highest game? Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah. You know, Did you have an average? 200 and something. Really? Yeah. It's not great. I mean, 300 is a perfect game, right? You ever but done that? Definitely could crack, no. But definitely could crack 200. Despite what the internet says, he's never been Brooks and Dunn's road guitarist, which is a big rumor about Keith Urban. Here you go. One of the many things on Wikipedia is not true. So where does that story come from? Do you know? Yeah, we toured with Brooks and Dunn in 2001, and I came out and played one song with them as a guitarist. And I think that then from then on... People, you were a backup Yeah, I was player. like the guy in the band. <laughs> he writes songs with the melody first and just a beat, which means the melody is kind of just what the music sounds like. Like, if, if the song was Blue Ain't Your Color, the melody would be, ooh, ooh, I'm really struggling right there with that one. But yes, that's the melody. <laughs> we get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so he gave an example of how he did Somebody Like You. Here you go. If I get to choose, I like a groove, a beat. Doesn't have to be fast, just any kind of beat. I'm like, Somebody Like You, you know. And he had this little drum machine, and it was going. That's all it was doing, and I pulled my banjo out of the case and go, no idea why, just it just came out, and we're like, oh, that feels good. What do we do with that? You know, that's it, and then you just the rest comes. Isn't that so cool? That's yes. really cool. Uh, number two, he has dealt with addiction his entire life. His dad was an alcoholic. And Keith made the de- decision to go to rehab later in life. My dad's alcoholic was. He's not here anymore. But he was alcoholic his whole life. And never, just never dealt with it. I was born with the addictive gene. I went to three rehabs in the span of eight years. First rehab was 1998. My second one was 2003. And my third one was 2006. And it took what it took for me to finally get sober. And that journey brought the deepest, deepest level of gratitude for what I get to do. That I don't know if I ever would have gotten that gratitude level without that journey. And the number one thing from Keith Urban that we learned is he started making music in order to bond with his dad. He, he wanted his dad to look at him the same way that his dad looked at Johnny Cash during a concert. When I was five, dad, mom and dad took us to see Johnny Cash. I remember so much about that concert, but the thing I, I think that is subconsciously in me was I, I was really taken by how my dad was staring at this guy on stage and probably thinking, how do I get my dad to look at me like that? That's some deep stuff. 55 years old today, that's Keith Urban. We will reload this Bobbycast up on the Bobbycast feed if you guys want to hear it, but it's real good. I mean, that dad stuff's like, that's, that's deep stuff right there. Yeah. And, you know, having Keith over at the house for an hour, a lot of that stuff tends to come out because I'm just sitting here with him. There's Mike sits over there on the computer, but we're just looking at each other talking, and you're like st- staring at each other in the eyes, feeling it. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool, There's man. one other clip where it's Keith and Nicole. You know, they're both superstars, right? But they're still very grounded, and this is him talking about why that is. Australia has a thing called a tall poppy syndrome. Every Aussie knows about this. In the South, they'd say, when you get above your raisin, right, they cut you down. You get cut down. So it's the tall poppy syndrome where you don't last very long if you're strutting around with this crazy ego in Australia. You get cut down so fast. So you just are always down to earth. You're either down to earth or you're out of work. It's one of the two. And it's, it's put us in a really good place to have a good life because of it. 55 years old today. Here we I'm seeing if the same thing works. Okay, listen to this. There's a server at a restaurant, and they stomped on a pair of glasses that were left by a customer who didn't pay their bill. 
Now, just when I say that, what is your reaction, Amy? I mean, I think it's pretty awesome. You think it's awesome they stomped on someone's glasses? Obviously not. No, I don't think. I think it's completely inappropriate and awful. Now I'm confused. You just said two different things. <laughs> I know. I was being sarcastic at first because I'm just like, why would they even do that? Here's a clip from the video that has 5.5 million views on TikTok. Go ahead. To the girls that ran out and didn't pay their tab, you left your glasses. Oh, oh. love it. <laughs> I think she you said can she hand- post- Oh, She said she posted this video after quitting, and here's her explaining why she did it and why you shouldn't dine and dash. This group of girls racked up a tab of food and drinks that I worked hard to serve of over $125 that they dined and dashed on that ultimately had to come out of my wallet. I was constantly warned by my manager that any lost tabs were going to be coming out of my wallet, and that is what happened. I was not seeking vengeance for the restaurant. I'm literally a minimum wage worker trying to make my rent. Okay, I also was a minimum wage worker trying to make my rent. She shouldn't have done this. Well, you do. You take the glasses and you make the same TikTok holding the glasses hostage. Oh. And you describe the girls. Yeah. And you go, this is what they were wearing. This is where I live. That's good. I mean, yeah, of course. You don't you don't punch somebody in the face because they came up and said something ugly about your shirt. Right? We don't go to violence. And so they shouldn't have stomped the glasses. What if those are only a pair of glasses? I don't know if that's the case. <laughs> But you definitely could have said, okay, these are the glasses this person left behind. This is what they look like. And also, this is where I live. And if anybody knows them, tag them here. Let's put it out there. Oh, Secondly, wow. why restaurants still take money from servers when someone dines and dashes on them? I don't know if that still happens anymore, but it shouldn't. It is not the server's fault. And they shouldn't be penalized because somebody runs out of the restaurant. If somebody runs out, how are they supposed to stop them anyway? Let's say the person goes... Hey, I'm going to leave and not pay. What are you going to do about it? Well, you don't. You can't do anything about it, you know? You don't physically restrain them. So everybody loses in this story. The people who dined and dash, not cool. They're probably just idiot kids. Number two, you don't stomp on someone's glasses. You hold them hostage. And then number three, the restaurant, you can't be holding money out of their check because something happened that was out of their control. See, I can fix all this stuff real easy. They should just put me in command. I don't know why. I think you're partial to the glasses, though, because you wear glasses. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool that she stepped yeah, on Yeah, I think dude. it's pretty funny. <laughs> I just don't like violence for the sake of violence or breaking for the sake of breaking. I get it. And she could have got so much more out of that TikTok bit if she had held him hostage and said about where she was from. Yeah, that's true. You know, so, okay. <laughs> There's that one. Uh, here you go, Lunchbox. Something on TV you'll like. HBO plans a four-part docuseries that I think you'll you'll definitely want to get into. Oh, okay. It's, it's called Shaq. Oh, goodness. Here we go. <laughs> Shaq does good. Shaq buys a computer for Probably. a kid. Shaq gives a car away. Shaq does this. Shaq, and it's all just random. But we got the cameras following him every single time. It'll cover his days playing basketball in New York, New Jersey, to his 20-year NBA career, from Shaquille to Shaq, the rise, the fall, and from Shaq to Shaquille. Those are all the titles in a four-part series. Coming up on HBO starting November 23rd. I don't think you should hate Shaq because he's a good guy. That's my problem. No, I don't hate Shaq. Like, I, I think Shaq is funny, like, on TV and stuff and as a basketball player. But to act like there just happens to be a camera and he happens to do this, like, it's all set up. Like, that's what I want people to understand. All these good deeds are set up. Don't you think, though, if Shaq goes anywhere, every single person pulls out their phone anyway? Because you can't miss that it's Shaq. He's seven foot four. He's one of the most famous people in America. So if he does anything in public, it's probably recorded. 
I don't know about that because I feel like he goes to the, he goes to eat every day and he's there's not videos of him eating every single day. So well, you don't see them because they're not viral. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it gets filmed <laughs> everywhere. He's probably okay. like me, re- regionally famous. He gets you know filmed here and filmed there, but not all the time. Most people maybe don't know who he is. Uh, what? Okay. Everybody knows who Shaq is. Secondly. You think you're regionally famous? Well, that's what you tell me. Oh, you're only regionally famous. No, 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 no. I don't say. No, 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 no. I don't even say the word famous. I say I'm moderately known in regional areas. Oh, okay. Sorry. I had that saying wrong. I mean, fine. Maybe the docu series will concentrate just on basketball. I can watch it. But if it's going to talk about all his buying computers and stuff, I'm out. Let me ask you this. Let's say it's all set up to be caught on camera. Yeah. But he is buying computers for kids. He is buying families a car, truck. And his only request of all this is that it gets out. I don't know if that's true or not. But how do you feel about that then if he's still doing these deeds? Well, then you guys need to quit praising him because every time I do that, you're like, oh, just do it to do it. Don't You don't have to brag about it. No, no, no. What do you do? Uh, $2 every time I go to PetSmart to get dog food. Uh, I donate to their little charity. Two bucks. Uh, I'm a partner in Hope for St. Jude. Uh, Kid Power, donate to that and my time. So, I mean, but they're not putting me on TV. <laughs> and sometimes well, pre- and, and sometimes I'll buy one of those newspapers from the guy on the side of the road. <laughs> uh-huh. okay. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with us. What else do I do? Awesome. do, I do he is else? more philanthropic than we give him credit for. Uh, let's see. No, he's not, because he says that all the time. Like, we know all this. He brings it up about once a week. <laughs> I must, forget, so. though. Anything else I do? No, nothing else I do. I think. That's pretty yeah. much it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Oh, sometimes, sometimes, oh, wow. like if I if I check out somewhere, and they're like, "Oh, would you like to round up to donate to charity?" I'll do that. <laughs> sometimes, though, what kind of mood do you have to be in? I have to be in a real good mood, and it has to be like if I'm if it's like eighty cents and above. Like if it's below that, no, nah, I need to change. <laughs> huh? You know, like if it's like twelve eighty two. No, we get then it. I can yeah, donate you to eighteen. Yeah. You want to gotcha. give up twenty cents or below, just yes. not twenty one cents or above. Correct. Mm. He's, yeah. You're so charitable, buddy. Thank Good you. For you. you really should be acknowledged. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest.
We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. If you go walking through a cemetery and it's the night before Halloween or it's Halloween, you probably shouldn't be doing that because now cops are going, hey, guys, there are too many pranks, too much damage, too much destruction happening at cemeteries near Halloween, so we're going to start arresting people. It is illegal, and you can get a ticket or you get arrested depending on how much damage you're doing, and they're going to be watching more. So heads up. That story's from Refinery29. Lunchbox, you seem like a guy that would do some cemetery stuff near Halloween when you were younger, did you? I mean, I've been through a cemetery, but I never destroyed any gravestones or anything. But there was a chick I dated back in the day that she got arrested for trying to steal a headstone. What? Why? I don't know. She's kind of weird. Uh, we worked together at Dunkin' Donuts, and I was like, all right, you're kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right, you're kind of crazy, let's date? Or, no, right, no, no, no. Crazy, this let's is, break up. No, let's not talk anymore. <laughs> like, like, Yeah, yeah, uh. that was a little too much for me. Five tourists get stuck 21 stories underground at Grand Canyon Cavern for 24 hours after an elevator malfunctioned. Oh, my gosh. So this story has a couple different layers to it because, yes, that is awful. Now, I guess the good thing is there is little hotel suites down there that are about 1000 bucks a night. So they just stayed there. And so they've been able to use the adjacent hotel suite while they wake, but they can't get up to the surface. And I know that sounds nice, a thousand bucks a night hotel suite, but I would be so claustrophobic to know I couldn't get up even if I needed to. Mm-hmm. So at least you're not in an elevator, like a literal elevator or a shaft waiting for 24 hours. You're in a comfortable room, but it's also knowing that you can't get up even if you wanted to. I'll be like, uh, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Like, Shut up, Bobby. That's what you guys would say. Shut up. We have <laughs> yeah. a, there's a big screen TV right there. The headline is deceiving, though. It's like stuck in a cave, well, in a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a it's a family, uh-huh. right? So five tours. But they are stuck 21 stories underground yeah. at Grand Canyon Cavern. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be them. They're still a net loser on the situation. That's from the Daily Mail. I just would be like, man, I don't have control. I can't get out of here right now. That, that's uh, pretty nutty. I guess some sort of elevator or some sort of stair system broke. And because of fire rules, they weren't able to get people up or down. So there's that. Uh, Japanese scientists are making a human washing machine. This is from the Daily Mail. Scientists are developing a washing machine that cleans your body while you're relaxing or playing video games. And all of this 
the washing is picked up by artificial intelligence so they know where to go and what to do to you. The ultrasonic bath blasts you with high-speed water jets filled with extremely fine air bubbles. They say clean the bather's pores so you can land do whatever you're going to do and just cleans you right up. Wow. from the Daily Mail. Mm-hmm. I, they expect the device to be finished by 2024. Yes, Amy. Oh, I thought also, too, don't they clean the inside of your brain or is it what? your body? Did I misread that? <laughs> I don't know anything about a brain. Oh. How do they get in there? I, well, it know. says to wash the mind as well, but it doesn't anything about going inside the brain. Oh, oh, well, the mind. The mind is the brain. I thought it, like, did something like it cleaned <laughs> out, you know. I don't know about all that. <laughs> no, it doesn't get into your brain. <laughs> that sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, soon you'll be able to schedule posts on Instagram. You haven't been able to do that now, as of now. Uh, Twitter, you can. But Instagram is testing the new feature again. But this one seems pretty nice. A spokesperson for Meta, who owns Instagram, said they are testing the ability to schedule content with the percentage of our global community that can 80, 90 days in advance load up their Instagram. Wow. You prepare it. You say, here's what I wanted up. You tag your people. Boom. You push play. And then it plays itself whenever you've told it to. Mashable. There you go. I did put up a video on my Instagram last night of the Raging Idiots playing Fanny Pack live in acoustic. If you guys want to go see it, I'm Mr. Bobby Bones. It's live. There are no, there are no bells and whistles. No. We're that good. That's right. No editing. That's right. No, <laughs> no, uh, what do you call it? No voice. Uh, uh, auto-tune. 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 That's no. right. We're that good. Yeah. And they're still not letting us play the CMAs. That's ridiculous. That's right. It's the same people over and over again every year on the CMAs or any award show. Yeah, put us on there. Go watch that and go post down in the comments. This needs to be on the CMAs this year. Dude, if we it's did a, the CMAs, they would be like, wow, what they, was that? That blow was their awesome. Mind. They'd blow their mind. Yeah. They'd be like, what the crap was that? One way or the other. <laughs> uh, up on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. Uh, Marlon Wayans is not a fan of cancel culture. He says, let's do White Chicks 2. I never saw White Chicks 1. Hilarious. Mike D, your movie, Mike. Yeah. Do you like White Chicks 1? For the time, it was funny. I don't think it's funny anymore. Should they make White Chicks 2? No, definitely not. Marlon Wayne says, all right, what's up with cancel culture? And then let's also do White Chicks 2. He probably hates cancel culture so he can do White Chicks 2. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's from the New York Post. An Instagram model says her body is too perfect and it's too dangerous for social media because people constantly troll her for being, quote, naturally perfect. Oh, my gosh. Her name is Veronica. She's 26. And she says she has been made a victim of cancel culture as jealous trolls constantly body shame her for good looks. I don't think that's uh, shaming if they say you're good looking. Right? Isn't that celebrating? You're so perfect. You're so pretty. That's the kind of shaming I need. (laughs) Oh, you're just too funny. We hate you. I want to be you. Uh, They're jealous of her naturally fit body, they say. Some people are even reporting her Instagram account because they're offended by her slim look. Mm. From the Daily Mail. I think Lunchbox experiences something like this because he is, he's that hot. Man, it's rough. And I find, I relate to this woman about how people just like, oh, you're just too good looking. And they feel intimidated by you. So they're mean to you because they want, like, they're jealous. So they lash out at you. It's, it's a rough life. But, you know, as you get older, I mean, I think she's a little younger than I am. She will get used to it. And you'll just kind of fit in where you get in. You'll find (laughs) people around you that actually treat you well. And it's, it feels good to have that. You mean get in where you fit in? Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Researchers found that variety is not good for weight loss. They say if you're trying to eat healthy and you're trying to lose a little bit of weight, eat similar foods every day. It's best to eat foods you're familiar with and foods you've had within the past couple of days. The scientists speculate that repetition actually 
just discourages overeating more than anything. It's not any sort of your body's used to this food. It's that if you eat the same thing every day, you kind of get bored with it so you don't eat more of it. That's just human nature stuff right there, right? I thought it'd be like, well, if you ate a bunch of chicken every day, your body would go, okay, I'm used to chicken now, so I'll just process it differently. Nope. They're like, if you eat it every day, you get bored with it, so you don't eat as much, so just try to stay on some sort of schedule. So that is from the University of Buffalo. Found that to be pretty interesting. So does it help that I do pizza on Fridays, barbecue on Sundays, tacos on Tuesdays? I don't really think that's what they mean. I think like every day, (laughs) and then also foods that aren't pizza, barbecue, tacos. Got it. Okay. You know? (laughs) I've been having sugar the last couple days, and I don't. I do sugar Saturdays mostly, but my, you know, it's crazy when you're in pain, you just want comfort food. And I've had this mouth surgery and it's, it's even more sore today than it was yesterday, like day two after it. But man, it's been all I want. All I want is cake and donuts. And I justify it by going, well, it's soft. I eat something soft. I'll eat yeah. nine donuts. Soft cake. Yeah. Yeah. But I could eat them out the right side of my mouth anyway, hard <laughs> or soft. But I'm like, I need something soft because my mouth is in such bad shape. Uh, final story. Teenagers cost thousands more than you think. The average teenager costs about $10,000 per year between the ages of 13 and 19. While teens earn some of their own money, about 90% comes directly from their parents. Costs are vehicle, gas, parking, sports, travel, fees, instruments for band. Also costs food, clothes, spending money, weekend trips with friends. That's from the counter.org. Eddie, how much does your, your oldest son cost a year? If you're oh, man. I mean, I just he does a lot of stuff on apps, so he buys a lot of apps and things like that. I mean, I, I would say probably around... a. 10000 Well, I don't know. I can't do the math that quick. But a month, I would say he cost me about $500 a month. Wow. Okay, well, that's about 6000 bucks then. Yeah. So, hey, you got a deal. You got a discount, discount of a son there. I'll take it for now. Yeah, good. All right, that's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Hey, can we put Abby up at a microphone for a second? Abby's our phone screener on the surface. She really does so much more behind the scenes. And when it comes to people that I just really think wonderfully of. It's Abby. Positive attitude. Great worker. Just love to be around her. Abby, how are you this morning? I'm good. I have unlimited compliments for you, okay? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Somebody wants to spill the tea on you in the next segment. What? And uh, I don't... I, and I'm very I protective. Like oh, right. Right. <gasps> and it's different if it were you versus if it were Lunchbox or Eddie or Amy, which we sit in the room. We kind of have an unspoken agreement that we're on the air, so our life is on the air. You are a producer, a phone screener. Mm-hmm. You, that's it's not the same with you. And I don't. There's just some tea that I've been sent. They want to spill on you, and I'm not going to do it unless you are okay with talking about it. Can you? I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you what it is. Can you say who's going to spill it? No. What? Oh, yeah, you can't do that. I mean, oh. I'm sure. We but could I'm guess. Well, it's one of like two or three people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait, are you asking if I'll talk about it, but I don't know what it is? I'm asking (laughs) if you are opening the door for me to spill the tea on you in the next segment. Yes. Are you sure? Sure. I don't, it can't be that bad. I don't know what it would be, so. I mean, I feel like. Have have you committed any crimes lately? (laughs) No. I don't think so. It's nothing (laughs) that is, that you're going to be ashamed of, but it could be something that you don't want out there. How's that? Okay. That's and are you, are you still okay with it? Yes. Okay. Why not? We will come back and let somebody <laughs> spill the tea on Abby. Yeah. She has she doesn't know what's up. Uh, stresses me out. Oh, geez. Now it's stressing me out. Lovable Abby. <laughs> Lovable Abby. It's always risky when we do spill the tea because there have been some really epic 
post-show conversations after this happens because nobody ever knows the tea is going to get spilled on them. So, Ray, hit the clip. Let's spill the tea. Okay. Lunchbox, you're up. Yeah, I'd like to spill the tea on Abby. Mm -hmm. Uh, Guys, just so you know, Abby is in love. Abby met a dude when we were in Las Vegas for Bat Out of Hell. She was going in the elevator, going to bed. She had her food in her hand. And there was another guy in the elevator, just them two. They started talking. And then they went to a bar. And then they stayed out till 4.30 in the morning. And they okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wow. Let's hold right there. Wow. <laughs> because apparently there's more that he wants to unveil. Oh, yeah. I got a whole backstory to this, folks. Abby, Abby is in love. Okay, love is a strong word for well, one he just thing. Called, he just called her out, too, because you know whoever this is listening to the radio, too. Okay, Abby, what happened? Do you want to talk about this? I mean, he's right. I did meet a guy in the elevator, and he was on the same floor as me. Is that not crazy? So I was like, are you on my floor? (laughs) (laughs) So it was like destiny. How organic, though. It is. It's a a natural meat. So what would you have in your hand? Oh, I had a hamburger and fries and a to-go thing. I was so excited to go to bed and just eat this. I was going to eat these fries. And then he was eating chips in the elevator. So we were both eating, and then we get out. And I'm like, I was like, oh, um... We are kind oh, you of get talking. on the same floor. Yeah, you can yeah, keep we walking. Do. And I was like, well, I think I'm going to go eat. And I was, I just, I remember saying this. I was like, oh, but you're so cute. You said, you said that? that to him? Yes, he I was so cute. Wow. Yeah. Nice job. Hey, I good could, for you. I couldn't help it. So. I like it. Okay, so you say, oh, I guess I want to go eat this, but you're so cute. Uh-huh. And, and then like, he said what? He's like, oh, we can eat together. <gasps> Uh-oh. And no. I was like, not my room. Oh, good. And so there were just couches in the lobby upstairs in our floor, and we just were eating for a while. And then he finally was like, you want to go grab a drink? I was wow. Like, okay. How lovely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. But I'm not in love. That is I didn't lot. say you're in love. He I will did. say- Hey, a little ballsy to go, hey, but you're so cute. I admire that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I yeah, don't have those just, kind of those kind of guts. Never did. It just came I, out. So you go and you hang out at the bar. Did you guys like, find you had more in common? Oh, yeah. A lot in common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they both like to eat. They drink. They live, they're on the same floor. Hey, Abby. Yes. Uh, I'm pushing a button here. Nobody can hear this but me and you, okay? So nobody on the show, no listeners can hear what I'm saying right now, okay? Mm-hmm. It's just me and you in your ear. Okay. Hey, um, sometimes you fall really fast for people. <laughs> That's true. Like really fast. Yes. I would just try to avoid that. Like, you know, just uh, you know, one small step. It's go full Neil Armstrong, you know, one small step for Abby. Mm-hmm. And hopefully one giant leap for Abby later. Abby kind, you know? Yes, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Just, just uh, temper it. Okay, I'm going to go back to the air, okay? Okay. All right. All right, so we're back. Hey, so you go and you go to the bar uh-huh. and you talk. And what time do you get in that night? Oh, man. Um, 4.30. <laughs> it was probably about 4.30. 4. Did you just stay at the bar? Yes. Why did we you did. answer that, yeah, that was hesitantly? Weird. I don't know. No, we did. Yeah, we stayed there for a while. Uh, and then we came up to our floor. And, and then what? That's about it. Said goodnight. Danced Smooch? in the hallway. <laughs> we danced, danced in the hallway. Okay, hold on. okay, okay. This is a wait, movie. wait, wait, wait. There's no music there. We so started playing you... music on the phone. Oh my gosh. So you guys had like the ro- most romantic <laughs> night ever. Yeah. This is like, this is great. And he this... at one point was like, you want to do the dirty dancing lift? <laughs> but I was like, the ceiling's not high enough. We're going to hit my head and I'm going to get knocked out. So what we didn't try that. Did, what celebrity does he like most like? Oh, I hate when you ask this. I'm so bad at 
the uh, okay. Lunchbox, Shut, did you see him? The, well, yeah, you did I didn't see him. him the first night, and then the second night, Abby is just on her phone all day texting with this dude. And we get done with the Bat Out of Hell show, and she's like, oh my gosh, he's going to come meet up with us. He's going to come meet up with us. And you get a glimpse into the life of how Abby falls so hard, so fast, and why she is still single sometimes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because he is at a different casino, like with his boys, and he's like, oh, we'll be back in 15 minutes. And it was, and he, she goes, guys, it's been 17 minutes. Should I call him? <laughs> and I'm like, Abby, no, Abby, no. And she's like, okay, well, it's been 19 minutes. He said 15 minutes. I got to make sure he's okay. And I'm like, Abby, no, 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 no. Like, do not do that. And my wife is there going, Abby, just wait, just relax. And she's like, but he's not here yet. He said he was going to be here in 15 minutes. He did. Did he ever show up? He did show up. Yeah. How long? Uh, 23 minutes. Oh, <laughs> okay. I don't know it's, the exact It's time. Vegas, though. You know, casinos right. get a lot of walking. And that's what I told Abby. I said, in Vegas, it looks like the casino is right there, but when you're walking, it takes a long time. And so he probably looks at it and is like, oh, we're about 10 minutes away, 15 minutes. And then it's like another mile and a half. And so it takes a while. That's true. What celebrity lunchbox do you think this Abby man looks like? Dude, I, I saw him for about 30 seconds because I'd been drinking and <laughs> they started talking and I was like, I'm going to go play some craps. But I would say... He kind of looks like... Um, oh, I know. Kind go, of. Kind go. of Zac Efron. Okay. <laughs> really? Zach? Wow. <laughs> kind of, but you say what you were going to say. I'm saying halfway. Like a little, like if you just glance really quick. If you squint real hard in the yes. dark. Lunchbox, who does he look like in your mind? I, I kind of look like a younger Chris Harrison from The Bachelor. Okay, I can see those two smushed together. Yeah, smush you those. can? They look nothing alike. They have brown hair. I mean, maybe. What? Abby, so what'd you do night two with him? Oh, I never got to see, uh, do anything else. <laughs> I was busy working. Wait, what? what? That, was, that was Friday him. night. No, okay. We didn't get to really hang out Saturday. That didn't really quite work out. No, it didn't quite work out, guys. Because? Why? Um, He showed up, Uh-oh. and there was another girl with him. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Um, what? I don't understand what's happening. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Like, but, that yeah. is literally why I was like, I had to walk away because I'd been drinking and he shows up and I see a chick with him and I'm just like, oh, this ain't going to go good because Abby was all just about it. You know what I mean? And my wife was there. And so my wife stood there and talked with Abby and this dude uh, while I went somewhere else to get a drink and to play some craps. And you said that twice. Well, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I mean, like, I, I was gonna try to leave that detail out, but it's pretty important to the story. Yeah. So then Abby is just like, oh man, like, well, okay, like, this is weird. So Abby played craps and roulette with us, and then Abby's like, well, I'm gonna go to bed. And she called him and she's like, man, what's up? And he's like, oh, that's like my little sister. That's like my little sister. Ooh, and, like my little sister? Uh, I don't know. And he didn't introduce us to the chick, and she just kind of stood off to the side. <laughs> But then Abby was like, I'm done with this dude. I'm done with this dude, right? Hmm. Mm-hmm. But then I just kind of casually mentioned, like, I just jokingly the other day, I was like, you're still talking to that guy, aren't you? And her face just changed, and she was like, how'd you know? <laughs> and I was like, I was just joking. She was like, yeah, we FaceTimed for two hours the other day. Oh, we, wow. I had to clear things up. You know, <laughs> I had to get it cleared up and look at him. What and needs be like, to be cleared up? So it's he's a Vegas... Like she's Vegas. in love. I'm telling you, she's love. in love. I just didn't like how we ended on on weird terms because I was assuming it was 
a girl that he didn't say anything about. But it was like his little sister, so we're cleared up and it's all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did, if, mm. if it was his little sister, that's one thing. If it was like his little sister, that's a different thing. I, I feel <laughs> like vaguely last time there was a guy and then we ended up doing a whole background check and we found out there was somebody else as well. Like another person. Like he <laughs> Firefighter? Was, yeah, I'm kind of maybe still married or something. So I don't know. We can background Abby, check Abby, if he guy. didn't introduce you to her too, that's a little weird. Yeah, I thought so too. But, but I also said that. But then Abby FaceTiming him for two hours and still texting with him. Like she is still in love with this dude. Not in I, love. Abby, what? are you still talking to him? No, not after that FaceTime. Mm-mm. When was that FaceTime? Oh, uh, last week. So it's been like a week. But Okay, so you're done though. Yeah. I mean, because he doesn't <laughs> even live. He lives in a different state. Yeah. What so, state? Uh, Iowa. Eh, it's not that I'm far. Iowa. I've been to Iowa a bunch. Mm-hmm. So you're shutting it down. Uh-huh. I mean, unless he talks to me, but I'm not going to reach out <laughs> okay, anymore. Okay, there you go. Okay. Well, but Bobby, what Does do you Does he listen think? to the show, Abby? I don't think so. I okay, hope not. Okay, that means yes, then. <laughs> I hope not. No. Well, uh, think about know. what, Amy. Oh, I think it, she should no, no, move no. on. It's a Vegas interaction. I mean, how good is this tea, though, guys? This tea but, is so sweet and so Abby good. Abby danced with them in the hallway. What song did you listen to, Abby, when you guys danced in the hallway? Oh, we just had, like, a random playlist on. It was, like, country. Who, who you remember does, what song it was, though? Mm-mm. Yes, you do. We Think, Abby. Yeah, you oh think about God. a song. You danced, you danced a while. To. Whose idea was that? Did you make out with them? <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> kiss and tell. But she did. Yeah, that's a yes. <laughs> what happens in Vegas? <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, um, guys, this is great tea, man. I'm loving this okay. tea. Here's what I like, team. Abby, about it all. I got, I got, I got a good. And I got something we can work on. Ready? Mm-hmm. I think this is a learning experience. Mm-hmm. First, what we're going to take positive from this. I love your boldness. Mm-hmm. I love that you're in an elevator and you said, "Oh man, you're cute. That's great." Like you, 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 that, that's your intention. You said it. And if nothing would have happened, great. But something did happen. You had a fun weekend. That's the good. I admire you. I applaud you for that. What's tough is you go way hard. Mm-hmm. You know, you just go way hard. And it's going to take a special kind of guy to not feel like you are oh, no. suffocating them. No, 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 guys, guys, strong. if you would have seen her. When that the clock, fifteen minute thing. Oh yes, my goodness! Yes, it was like I was like, "You have to calm down, Abby." Like, and she's like, "I'm gonna call." Do not call him. And like, that's just that's just one symptom of the overall illness. That's that's a <gasps> one thing, or that's the one we see. Can you imagine? I mean, like, if Abby's like that all the time in a relationship. You guys, I'm not like this. You're making me seem to be terrible. He's no, being way over dramatic. I not think he seem terrible. You're not first. terrible. You're amazing. You're the one of the best people I know. But I'm, we all have issues we need to work on. I think yours is being just a little too much. Yeah. Too I fast. Look at, well, I look at signs. I was like, what are the odds we're both in the elevator on the mm. same floor? Okay. So that's why. <laughs> and, and we're both eating. Yes. What are too. the odds we're both homo sapiens on great? earth in the 21st century? <laughs> Let's okay. make out. Okay. <laughs> okay, Abby. I get it. It's a learning lesson. Thank yes. you for the team. And you're done. No more messages. <laughs> no. I'll block when he him. Shows up. Bobby, do what? you believe? Don't block what? him. Don't block him. But when he shows up with a girl and doesn't introduce you to her and then says she's like my little sister, that's problematic. Mm-hmm. It is. If he would have introduced you to her, hey, this is my friend Macy. Macy and I have been friends for a long time. She's up here. She's the little sister of my buddy. Then that's a different story. He did apologize and own up to it, which I really liked. Yeah, when Some she people wasn't around. When she wasn't around. Get her on FaceTime three ways. What's up? <laughs> okay, okay, next time. That's all for now. Any other thoughts you guys can put on the post show today? Thank you, Abby. Mm-hmm. That is spill the tea. Hit it there. Let's spill yeah. the tea. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. 
Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. House of Dragons, monster ratings on HBO if you're a Game of Thrones person, which I am. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it and didn't expect to. I was a big Game of Thrones person, and I thought there's no way this show will live up to the hype. There's no way this show can live up to just being Game of Thrones. It was an amazing season. thought it was wonderful and not near as confusing, and that's what I liked. And that's what I didn't like about Game of Thrones, all those crazy names and peoples and castles, and it was great. So that dominated. The Powerball is up to $700 million. Nobody hit Scuba, I'm assuming we won nothing last we night? We won uh, $17. Uh-oh. Okay. Going we're back still down. winning some money. That's, we're still winning money, which is great. We're, we're not playing. winning money. We are oh, yes, not yes, losing yes. all of our money. <laughs> yeah, good point. We yes. do this every time. <laughs> there is a difference. <laughs> there is a big difference. I just try to glaze over it. So it'll be $700 million bucks, and then when does that one, when's that one drawn? That is going to be tonight, so everyone's got to put their money in today. 
Okay. I appreciate the reminders. I get a reminder from Scuba about every day. Yep. Powerball? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> and so I send him the money. Something's going to happen. You guys think I'm crazy. But something's going to happen. I don't know what that is. It could be bad. Oh, gosh. Could be great. But something's going to happen with this lottery. I'm telling you. I do want to mention something, though, just so I am cleared of any wrongdoing. Lunchbox and I bought a storage locker. And inside the storage locker, there was a bunch of shady stuff. We didn't know it when we bought it. But there was also a bunch of good stuff, a bunch of shoes. We've been selling the stuff on eBay. And what I'm told is Lunchbox is using company resources to send our stuff out. I, I have nothing to do with that. I'm not in it. I'll pay back whatever. But two different people have reported you, Lunchbox, in this studio. Okay. Is there cool. anything you want to say? Yeah. Uh, thanks to the company for mailing out my shoes. What do you mean your shoes? Our, our, sh- our shoes. Uh, the, the the shoes that we we bought they are helping us ship them and I appreciate that. Do you think because this is a bit on the show? That yep, they're it's covering? a it's a bit on the show, so it brings content, so they are okay with uh, using company resources to get those products out. Abby, what happened? You want to spill the tea on Lunchbox just for even? <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay, so I get an email from him and it says address for the shoes. I'm like, excuse me? Okay, so you're just assuming I'm going to mail these shoes out. And then Does he think like, you're his assistant? Well, I why guess is Lunchbox so. telling Abby what to do? Go ahead. Uh, she, why are you? She's the one that can print it. I don't have a printer. <laughs> you don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, and then he's also like, hey, we need to find a box and some, you know, bubble wrap. And by wrap we, inside. he means you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I found everything and put the info in and printed it, put it in the box, and here we go. And who mailed how much it? Did it? How much did it cost the company? Oh, man, like 25 I think. Wow. That's a lot. <sighs> yeah. I have I nothing to do with this company. You can take it out of my check, but I have <laughs> nothing to do with this. I'm not using the company's resources. Yeah, I mean, it's a company expense. It's not a big deal. You guys are freaking out over something that's not a major issue, that people mail stuff from work all the time. Personal and stuff? Personal stuff. And this wasn't personal. This is work. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is <laughs> I don't think they you do. Put, <laughs> you put the shipping as part of the post, though. So where's that shipping money going? Are you pocketing oh, it? Oh, see? That's like, where where that's illegal. Oh, okay. Talk through this a minute, Abby. Okay, now we're on to something. <laughs> the cover-up's worse than the crime. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I just saw the post because he put it somewhere. And then it said, like, plus $13.99 for shipping or Something. So, oh, so he charged. So I right. lost. So, so I lost twelve dollars on the shipping. What? You didn't have to pay any shipping. So you got the money from them for that shipping that you kept. So oh. he not only used the company's resources, he then stole money. Mm. Yeah, he's keeping the money for the people are paying for shipping. What and that's money to- though. That, that's money. That's my money though too. Yeah, it's your money too. And and you probably never would have given it to me had this not been brought up. No, wrong. I split the money right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Like we have yeah. a total on our eBay account, and you can look at it, and you would get half of that money. But you did, charged them for shipping, and then you made the company pay for shipping. Uh, their shipping, eBay adds the shipping. I don't do yeah, anything yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Feel shady. I didn't feel shady. Hey, just know that we sold some shoes, and we got some more going up. Okay. Oh, he put fifteen ninety five. Actually, I didn't put He's- anything. I literally <laughs> just posted the shoes. I don't yeah, you really- don't like that tea when it's spilled back on you, do you, buddy? <laughs> oh. Hey, man, that tea wasn't very good. Okay. Good um, I have nothing. Scuba, do you want to say anything about this before we get fired? Uh, I, I want nothing to do with this. I didn't. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I was same. not a part of it. Okay, good deal. Yeah. Um, here's a voicemail from Colorado Chris. Hit it. Hey, I had a Let's question see. for Amy. You know, from Four Things with Amy Brown on iHeartRadio. I know you got to watch Terrifier 2, 
and your daughter really wants to watch it with you and you're not liking her costume for Halloween, maybe you guys could compromise and maybe you take her and maybe you guys agree on something to wear for Halloween. Just a thought. Meaning if you take her and you compromise on that, she has to compromise on what costume to wear. I mean, it's almost like this listener was at my house last night because I said those exact words. I never got an answer from her, but she was going upstairs and I said, hey, just something to think about. If I end up taking you to that movie, maybe maybe we scratch the whole pirate costume. And she said nothing. Well, she she was she was going to bed, so I don't have an answer yet. I think I was just giving her that to think on and then we could revisit it. But it's almost like, wow, I love when listeners uh, affirm something I've already done. Do you feel like you'll go watch Terrifier 2 this weekend? I have to. I don't, yeah, you lost the, you I don't lose the bet. I feel like it, but I will, yes, I will do it. Can't wait for that review. Mm-hmm. Monday morning. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the tease right now. Hey, everybody, Monday morning coming up on the Bobby Boat Show. Amy watched Terrifier 2. Did she vomit? Did she pass out? Did she die in the theater? We'll find out <laughs> after we spoke that. Will, all right, everybody. We'll see you at 720 here, Bobby Boat Show. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to go to a daytime showing. I cannot go at night. Uh, okay, that's fair. Okay. But if it's only one at night, then... Hey, coming up, Amy went to the show at <laughs> night, and uh, she walked to her car by herself. Did she get attacked by a mugger? We'll find out. Coming up Monday morning. All right, we'll see you then. Uh, more funs, more friends in the morning here. Bobby Bell Show. <laughs> yeah. That's how, that's how I always wanted to talk. It's all funny until maybe I really do die. Well, everybody, Amy died this weekend, and uh, Monday morning, 720, we'll talk about how we set her up for it, and the wheel killed her. All right, that's 720, Monday morning on the Bobby Boat Show. All right, uh, good luck, Amy. Thanks. On the phone, Eric in Tennessee. Eric, what's going on, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. What can I do for you? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Um, so I have been listening to you guys for a long time. Um, I've been listening to all these opinions on the Halloween costume with Amy's daughter and the movie she's got to watch. So I've actually got a, the opposite opinion of what everyone's been saying. I think she should compromise on the outfit and she should not take her to the movie. And I'll tell you why. So I've got five daughters um, from 22 to four years old. And I've tried that, not compromising the things in the past. And all it did was lead to a slight rebellious act. And she's going to look for things that she can get away with or... You know, she's just not going to be happy. But, um, and to clarify, it seemed like Amy didn't want her to wear it because it said sexy on the package. Is that correct? Well, where that came up was I told Amy's daughter, listen, if you can find the same exact dress and the word sexy isn't in the description, you got a better shot to get it because just that word in the description is going to ruin it all. So try to find the same dress, but without the word sexy in it. That's where it kind of fell that way. Gotcha. So my thing was, I mean, she's 15. So even though it says sexy and that's kind of a off-putting thing for your, you, you don't want your daughter to wear something sexy, but like if it's not where it's showing cleavage or if it's not so short, I think she should just compromise with that. And I've taken my daughters to many horror flicks. Um, they weren't 15. I think they were a little older maybe, but um, just the descriptions of this, and I'm a huge uh, thriller horror fan, 
And like I said, I still take them to those, but um, I wouldn't take them to this unless I've seen it. And then I can, you know, say like, oh my gosh, I definitely don't want her to see this or eh, it's not that bad. Like people are just wusses and she can see this. Amy, what are your thoughts on his call here? Well, okay, so the corset situation was involved, and I feel like that's intended for, like, accentuating certain parts of the body. And so that's what she's mostly upset about is the corset. It's not just the dress. It's like the whole outfit together. So, I, you know, I don't really know what to do about that. And, and then the movie, I'm not going to go watch it, uh, pre-watch it, and then go watch it again. <laughs> Like, I just need to, like, make a decision to take her and then maybe bring, like, a like a shield with me or something that I can, like, throw up in front of her face if I need to. <laughs> I don't know. Full, full Captain America in the theater. I like it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Something like that. I mean, every child is so different and every parent. Like, I'm sure with even with your five different kids, you, you parented each of them very differently. And I think I would rather take my daughter to see a scary movie than have her try to be a sexy pirate. Well, I, my personal opinion, I would, uh, I would let her wear that because I feel like we're getting uh, out of the the realm of what uh, a corset is supposed to actually accentuate your waist. <laughs> and granted, mm-hmm. it does accentuate your bust, but um, maybe have her try one on somewhere and see mm. what that makes her feel like okay. and what it makes you feel like to actually see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm weirded out. <laughs> hey, um, hey, Eric, I appreciate that call and you do, do bring a wealth of knowledge because you have a lot of kids and a lot of girls and I appreciate it. Thanks for the time and Amy, I appreciate your feedback but you know, we talk talking about 15-year-olds trying stuff on. I'm going to oh. check out yeah, I like and that. I stop listening. I'm like, I'm like my daughter's going to kill me. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Massachusetts. A 55-year-old woman was being evicted from her house, and she's like, man, I'm not going to go easy. And she had a bee little thing, colony, whatever you call those things, beehive. Mm-hmm. And she opened it up and... Used it as a weapon? Yeah. Wow. Set them free on the officers. <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> That's another level. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this last night when I saw the story. If somebody shoots at you, you have a bulletproof vest. If somebody punches you, you can block with your arm. If there are a lot of bees coming, there's really nothing you can do because what are you going to do? Swap! Yeah, you And they just hands. sting your arms. And also, wouldn't it be cool if you could, your superpower was telling bees exactly what to do? <laughs> Ooh, and they just go, go that way. Mm-hmm. Left, sting him. <laughs> Get the lady back. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, she, and some of the deputies were allergic to the bees. Oh, oh. of course. But they're okay. 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 I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. You can watch our show on YouTube for the most part. Just go over and find the Bobby Bone Show YouTube page. Watch it if you didn't hear it. Here's a story. To smell great without a shower, clean off with a wet wipe and spray fabric softener refresher on your clothes. So I know you're not a big shower guy, Lunchbox. Yeah. But if you, you just wet wipe yourself and then spray some Febreze, maybe you'd be all good. So you mean like a wet wipe you like wipe a baby's butt with, right? That's sure. what you mean? You, sh- you should have some of those. I have plenty of those. And then I don't know about, what is it called? Febreze. Like Febreze. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll get some of that. I'm not saying do it, but there are days you come in when you don't shower. Or when you said you would play soccer and just go right to bed. Yeah, I'll go play soccer or I'll go running and I won't take a shower. I'll just go right to bed, climb into bed, all sweaty. That's disgusting. Ugh. I can't believe it. Yeah, with his it, wife. 
I can't believe it. I know. Yeah, you should yeah. see my sheets. Sometimes they look a little yellow. <laughs> I can believe that. <laughs> hey, Ray, play the voicemail from Karen in California. This is number four. They're asking a question about Lunchbox here. Just wondering, what's happened with Lunchbox and his roof? I can't imagine that he'd go this long without getting his roof repaired. I mean, his wife and kids must be complaining by now. Can we get an update on the roof situation? Love the show. What you got? Uh, Yeah, I still got holes in my roof. Got some tarps up there. And luckily, we haven't had a lot of rain, so it's been great. I've been holding out hope that I'm going to get a call from this TV show uh, called Building Roots. So... Hopefully. I don't think they do roof repair, though. I don't think they're a roofing show. But they can remodel. Let's say, I oh, I want you to add a second story, you know? Oh, is he still holding on to this? I did not know. Yeah, I mean. We can talk about it tomorrow. Okay. But you still have a hole in your roof. Nobody's done anything because you're waiting for a reality show to hopefully put you on the show and do something they don't normally do, and you have to pay for it. Yeah, I mean, let's say I want them to put in a skylight. Guess what they would do? They would do that if in the well, remodel. Have one. Yeah, exactly. Put- <laughs> so now they just put a, uh, what do you call it? I don't they know. They just pull the tarp off and go, there you go. Well, they'd <laughs> have to skylight. cover it somehow. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about this tomorrow. Feels like Amy has something she wants to say to him because I think she didn't know he was still holding out hope. Am I right there? Well, I mean, when is the last time you had a conversation with anybody from Building okay. Roots? Okay, we'll hold off. Okay. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. I'm on Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. Have a great day. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones Show. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.